Hey visionaries, I'm your host Van Bui, and welcome to the very first episode of the Manvisory Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the man behind Manvisory, aka yours truly. We're also going to talk about today something that I think is a really, really great thing, and it's called the letterbox. And then I'm going to flip the script a little bit, and then we're going to get into the topic of breaking the cycle. All right, so a little bit about me. Once again, my name is Van. I'm located in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and I spent over the last year kind of going on my own personal journey of growth, self-worth, self-love, and of course, self-improvement. I struggle a lot with being introverted and living in an extroverted world. I grew up not being very vocal, not having much of my own opinions, and really being passive. And coming with that, you know, the passive aggressiveness as well. As a child, I was very shy and very timid. I hardly left my mom's side. Growing up, I just had a few friends. I wasn't very social. I wasn't getting into the habits of social networking. And that had a profound effect on me as I became an adult. The passiveness that I had spilled into friendships in the way of me not being the greatest friend. I mean, you know, I'd always be there for people and I would always lend an ear and I would always give really great advice. But I didn't really check in on people. I didn't really take the initiative to see how people were doing, what they were up to, initiating, hanging out together. I, I, that, that just wasn't something that, that I did. And if people didn't reach out to me, I probably wouldn't reach out to them. In fact, I'm still really bad at that. But one of the things that I introduced in my life last year was a weekly reminder to break that habit by reaching out to all my close friends and ensuring that I give the same attention to them as they normally would give to me. Now, how did I get here? Well, I had a really challenging time last year, probably like most people. As the pandemic started and we shifted from working in the office to working from home, a lot of people enjoyed that. And I totally get it because you're working from home, you're comfortable, you don't have to get up early and you don't have to dress up and get ready for work. But for me personally, I draw a really big line between my personal life and my work life. I don't prefer that my work life spill into my personal life. And when the pandemic began, all of that changed for me. You know, I was spending all my time at home. I would be checking emails and and catching myself working at honestly any time of the day or night. It was just 
so convenient to hop on your laptop because you're already on your comp your personal computer and and check some emails, do some work, finish some reports. And and I really struggled with that a lot. And I know the pandemic had a lot of effect on other people as well. A lot of people were cooped up in their homes by themselves, not used to the fact that they had no social interactions. And us as human beings, we thrive in that. We thrive in being able to physically touch one another, physically feel the presence of one another, and being able to talk face to face within an arm's reach of each other. And all of that changed. And then 2020 became a year about facing everything that you've been sweeping under the rug. All of that fear and anxiety and that struggle all started to surface at the same time. And really, you had a choice. Either you could face it head on do the work that was required so that you can overcome these things that are surfacing or you did the exact opposite and for me personally i had some other personal challenges that i honestly maybe eventually will talk about but where i want to focus in on that particular thing is that i really had to ask myself all these years reading all these books and blogs and, and quotes on social media, I really did think that I loved myself. And when I looked in the mirror, I kept telling myself every day that I loved myself. But did I really love myself? Or was I just loving the idea of it? And that really fucked me up. It really made me question everything about me. And then there I was, having to figure out what path to take to move forward with my life and conquer all these problems that I had. And these problems were just problems that I developed from my childhood that transitioned to adulthood. It transitioned into my friendships and my relationships, whether that was personal or, or at work. I, I just knew I needed to do something about it. I, I just knew that I, I couldn't remain complacent about who I thought I was. And so I spent a lot of time actually reading, seeking counseling, really just to understand, you know, why I'm feeling the things that I'm feeling, why I get so bent out of shape for things that really shouldn't matter. After spending some time to really, really digest everything, I started developing myself a a program to, to help me overcome a lot of these issues. And it wasn't anything complex. I named it the RED method. And the RED method is really, really simple. R stands for reflect. And it's all about thinking about our past behaviors, our current behaviors, and, and understanding really what is going on. The E stands for educating. So after I finished reflecting about all these things that I've been doing over the years, I started educating myself about it, 
trying to find online resources, whether it's on social media or whether it's through blog posts, whether it's through video posts, anything that could help me really understand why I was feeling those things. D stands for development. So the last step in the method is really about development. It's taking what you reflected about in terms of your own behavior and actions. And then it's taking all the education you consumed as a knowledge to understand why you are doing those things. And then it was implementing a plan to help yourself overcome and conquer these things. And that's it. It's not very hard at all. But it is something that you really need to apply. And each step, you really need to take the time to really, to really absorb and understand. And if you take everything in life in bite-sized chunks, and then you apply the red method to it, I can almost guarantee that the majority of the issues that you face on a day-to-day -day basis simply goes away. So as I embarked on my journey and started implementing the red method in every facet of my life to really propel myself from where I was closer to the beginning of 2020 and then where I was going, you know, midway in 2020, I started to reach out more to my bros, checking in on them, seeing how they are doing. And I'll tell you the one crazy thing about checking in on people in general is you never know who actually needs your help. You never know who's actually waiting for you to say, hey, how's it going today? And the response was insane. I mean, the majority of guys that, that I talk to give you the typical response. It's good. It's fine. I'm all right. Yeah, life's gravy. But slowly, other guys were starting to surface that would reply back to me and say, you know what, Ben? I'm having a really shitty day. I don't know what's going on. I'm having a really hard time coping with the pandemic. I'm feeling lonely. I miss my family. I miss my friends. I'm getting irritated a lot more easily. Work is stressing me out. I'm really thankful that you asked me how I was doing. And at that point in time, really was the inception of Manvisory. I knew the more that I reached out to people and people started replying back to me, thanking me for asking about their day and listening to them vent that, you know, I had a calling. This was something that really fulfills my life. And if you knew me personally, you know that I help anybody. I'm a big believer in hyping people up and helping people out and not letting anyone hang out to dry. And because I was having so much success with myself and my journey, I really wanted to be able to give back somehow. And so September 28th, 2020, I posted my first Instagram post on Manvisory Co. 
And the intention there was that I wanted to share all the little things that I did and learned that assisted me in furthering myself and my growth in life. And that really is the intention of this podcast as well. I can put a quote on Instagram. I can write a little bit about it. But I can't get into the details that I can get into on a platform like a podcast. And that's why we're all here. That's why I hope if you listen to me today, that you're able to connect to my own story and see how it relates to yours and see what you're able to do for yourself, the things that you can apply, and then how far you can get in life by doing those things. You know, and a lot of people that I talk to ask me, are you a counselor? Are you a coach? And, and the honest truth is I'm, I'm nobody. I'm just an ordinary guy, just like anyone else on this earth. I just knew that if I have any knowledge from any of the reading that I do and any of the things that I learn from conversations I have with other people, I need to bring all that information together under one place or one platform or one brand and be able to share it with everyone else. Because I know that I appreciate so much how much resources there are out here on the internet. You don't necessarily need to seek professional help. While I do say that professional help does progress things a lot faster. And I'm not here to give you any professional tips. Everything you hear on this show will always be things that I've done myself and that I've found that has helped me and hopefully will help you as well. I also want everyone out there that's listening to the show today to understand that I'm not perfect either. I still continually make mistakes. I am still learning. I am not perfect. And that, honestly, that, that's okay. And it's okay for all of you guys out there as well. The whole purpose in progressing in life is exactly that. It's to have progress. It's to always find a way to move forward, no matter how tired you are, or how exhausted you are, or how frustrated you are, or how unmotivated you are. You just have to tippy-toe forward. You have to attack life in bite-sized chunks. And you'll always hear me say that because it's always easier dealing with little bits of things than trying to overcome this enormous magnitude of problems. All right, we're going to move on to something that I think all of you listening to the show today are going to find very, very cool. I'm a big believer in writing therapy, whether it's through a gratitude journal, a personal daily journal, writing blog posts, writing poetry, whatever the case may be. And while I was browsing through some threads on an online community called Tether, which by the way is, is a fantastic community for men to come together to, to talk about life there was a thread asking about how we deal with our father's emotions. 
And as soon as I read that thread, I had this rush of emotions come over me. And I instantly knew while a very vulnerable subject that I in fact very rarely ever talk about, I needed to share my story. Because if other people can relate to it, and it helps them out in their lives, then it's worth the vulnerability. And once I replied to that thread, you know, I actually had a lot of people that reached out to me to talk a little bit further about, you know, my experience and my story and, and, and how it's affected me as an adult. That really inspired and motivated me to write an actual letter. I'm going to turn the letterbox into a short series in itself. And my call to action for all the guys listening out there is write a letter to someone and then give it to me. And then I'll share it, of course, anonymously and through my narrative. But one thing I realized is after I wrote it, I felt great. But after I heard it, I felt awesome. It was liberating. It was a big thing that all of a sudden was, was off my chest. And so I want to use this as a vessel to help other people as well. And with that being said, in the next few minutes here, you are going to hear a letter to my father. Dear father, I watch you from the corner of our living room silent and without a sliver of emotion. Your quiet gaze without intent at the blaring sounds of our TV. I can hear the buzzing from channels muttering static from our aged antennas. My eyes stray from the focus of these picture-perfect families over to the emptiness in your eyes. I'm in love with you, yet I feel so detached from the warmth of your coarse hands, the hands that I know that have been through a lot, the hands that I know that have provided for me the things that I have always taken advantage of as a child because I just didn't know any better. I observe in my adolescence the trials and tribulations of your marriage to my mother, and the more I observe, the more I begin to resent the chill of your presence. The years begin to pass, and as I begin my journey to adulthood, I am learning from your silence what it means to be a man. That I needed to relinquish my emotions and feelings just as you did. That a man is the rock of the home, and while Mother Nature inflicts her emotions through rain, and win upon the coarseness of your skin, you remain static. I resent this man. Why do you choose anger when there is love all around you? Why do you choose to complain when there is ample food on your table? Why is enough never enough to satiate your expectations? I don't want to be you. I want to be the opposite of you. I wish not to be a man that has never once in his life told his son, I love you. Yet, I sit here in silence asking myself, 
Have I ever spoken those words to you? You see, the more I pulled away to become the opposite of who you were, I actually became exactly who you are. I was unable to communicate clearly. I was unable to show affection to people. I would hold everything inside until it got to a point where I could hold no more and then I blew up. Just as you do. Then I became very recluse because I didn't know how to handle my own emotions. So instead I decided that alienating the world would be better than facing it. Later on, I became a people pleaser because I longed for that affection from others to fill the void of yours. I still long for your affection and acknowledgement, and I probably always will. I wish you knew the adverse effects it has had on my life and the way it changed my thinking. I wish I could stay angry at you, but I know you're a product of your environment and that it's not your fault. The fault lies within generations of fathers who didn't know any better. I know your father never told you he loved you either. I know his father never told him he was loved. So we move through generations of fathers who were never given the right tools. Fathers who never had the time to think about themselves as they were always thinking about everyone else. Fathers who were indoctrinated to believe that emotions were weak. I will not be that father. But I will always love you. Wow. It doesn't matter how many times I read that. It it just engulfs my body in emotions. And I appreciate every one of you listening to this letter as well. I do want to say that I'm actually really, really lucky. You know, I have both parents in my life. My dad did everything to raise me the right way. He provided everything that he could for us. He just didn't know how to show affection, how to say it. And he, he, he may never be able to, to show it or say it to me. And that's just something that I've come to accept. And so listening to this letter, I don't want anyone to think of him poorly because he's a great man. He is a big factor in my life, of course. The intent of this letter was just to really express how I've been feeling for a long time, but also as a testament and a commitment to my future children that I will break the cycle. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that breaking the cycle is going to be something easy for, for myself to do or for anyone else that's listening to the show today to do. You know, the whole purpose of breaking the cycle is first by, by realizing that we have these negative behaviors and traits that we've come to inherit from our parents and that we recognize we need to do something about that. That's how we break the cycle. If you never hear I love you 
from your parents and, and specifically from your, from your dad. Make sure when you have children that you're saying I love you. In fact, tell everyone around you that you love them if they matter to you. The more you use the words I love you, the less weird it is to actually say. And so for myself, I make it a habit to tell people that I actually love and who are important to me that I love them. I say it to my bros all the time. Not all of them reciprocate it. I think there are a few of them out there that perhaps don't know how to receive affection. But, you know, that, that, that's another topic for, for another episode. I want to make sure that I learn, you know, from the things that have affected me as an adult, things that I inherited from my father, you know, as a child. The, the coldness of, of not having the affection that you are looking for. You want to be able to recognize that you can give that to your future children. And that if you truly love them and want to help them in their life and in their growth from a child to an adult, you're going to have to change things. You can't repeat the same cycle that generations before you have repeated. You have to make those changes knowing that you're doing it for the greater good. You don't have to be perfect at it either. I feel sometimes for myself that I'm such a perfectionist in everything I do. Even with this podcast and this episode and, and starting out, I've probably recorded, you know, four to five hours every single day and had absolutely nothing. And then when I worked with one of my good friends to break it down, simplify it, apply my own methodology and attack things in bite-sized chunks, all of a sudden we're, you know, at a half hour. It wasn't that difficult. The words suddenly just come to you. You just need to know that, as I said prior, we just have to put the effort in there. We have to recognize that there are issues. We have to start reading more and learning more and, and, and networking more so that we can find other like-minded individuals that are going through the same thing as us so that we can see how they're dealing with it or how we can help them deal with it through our own experiences as well. I mean, this is really the greatest thing about the internet. We can talk to people from anywhere in the world and we can probably have friendships with them for like 10 years and not have met them once. That is the power of the internet. So why are we not taking advantage of that? Why are we not sharing our resources and our knowledge and our education to help other people? This is something that we all need to do. So this is something that I'm aiming to do with Manvisory. So I hope if you made it this far, you're enjoying what you're listening to and that, you know, we could continue this, this journey together. I want you to get to know me on a more intimate level.
I'm, I'm going to share my, 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 my struggles and challenges in life with you, but also the successes as well. I want you to know that, you know, without good, there's no bad. Without sad days, there's not happy days. You can't have one thing and not have the opposite. It's how you learn to appreciate the things that we have. One more reminder for everyone that's still listening. I hope that you really enjoyed and absorbed my letterbox for today's episode. I'll be writing a lot more of these, but I hope that everyone out there will write some too. You can email me or you can message me on Instagram. And it's probably going to feel good to first of all write it and then secondly to hear it. Gentlemen, just a reminder, you matter. And we're going to continue this journey head on together. And in next week's episode, we're going to talk about how I began my journey of rebuilding myself and how you can apply what I've learned to start your own journey as well. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at manvisory at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can find me on Instagram at manvisoryco. That's at manvisoryco. And remember to give me a follow while you're there. I wanted to thank you all again for tuning in to today's episode, my very first episode. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends and family and anyone you feel should listen to today's episode. Until next time, stay safe, everyone.